happy new year. I hope you had a lovely festive period and a wonderful time seeing in the new year, if you stayed up. Tim's in a ska band, so we saw the new year in with ska music. Fun. Now, you're probably wondering what I'm going to do with my YouTube channel this year. I've done two years, wow, two years of daily on this day in Tudor history videos now. And I think it's time to mix things up a bit. It's time for a change. But don't worry, I can see that you're worried. I'm still going to be posting regular videos. Instead of daily videos, I'm going to do a weekly This Week in Tudor History video in which I'll share a few Tudor events linked to that week. So there'll be longer videos, but weekly. And I'm planning on posting them on Sundays, Sunday nights for the week ahead. I'll also post daily, daily posts on the community tab on the channel, showing daily events and links to videos that I've done in the past on them. So do look out for those too. Doing this week in Tudor history videos will give me a bit more time to prepare other videos on Tudor topics and people and to work on my books as well. But please don't worry, I promise I will be posting regular videos. I have lots of plans for 2021. The first new video will go on the channel on Sunday for the week beginning the 4th of January. But let me tell you now about something that happened on the 1st of January 1515. On New Year's Day 1515, King Louis XII of France died. He was just 52 years old and he died less than three months after his marriage to 18-year-old Mary Tudor, sister of Henry VIII. Let me give you a few facts about this French king. Louis was born on the 27th of June 1462 at the Chateau de Blois in the Loire Valley in France. He was the son of Charles, Duke of Orléans and his third wife, Maria of Cleves. Louis inherited the title Duke of Orléans in 1465 following his father's death. In 1476, Louis married 12-year-old Joan or Jeanne of France, daughter of the then King Louis XI. Joan was a sickly girl and appears to have had a curvature of the spine and Louis did not want to marry her. The marriage was, however, forced by the king, who died in 1483 leaving the throne to Joan's brother, Charles, with his older sister, Anne, acting as regent. In July 1488, Louis fought at the Battle of Saint-Aubin-de-Cormier on the side of the Duke of Brittany against the forces of King Charles VIII. The royal forces were victorious and Louis was captured. Fortunately, he was pardoned and released by the king and went on to serve the king as a military commander in the First Italian War. Charles VIII died in 1498 after hitting his head on a lintel at the Chateau d'Amboise. He had no surviving children, so Louis, as the great-grandson of King Charles V, became his heir. Charles died on the 7th of April 1498, and Louis became King Louis XII of France. In December 1498, Pope Alexander VI annulled Louis's marriage to Joan on the grounds that Louis had been forced into it. Louis had claimed also that it had been unconsummated due to Joan's deformity. Joan opposed the annulment but eventually submitted and became a nun. 
Louis then married the former king's widow, Anne of Brittany, to maintain the union of France and Brittany. Anne had several pregnancies, resulting in only two surviving daughters, Claude and Renée. While he was king of France, Louis conquered Milan and Naples, but couldn't hold either of them. Anne died in January 1514, and the couple's eldest daughter, Claude, became Duchess of Brittany. On the 9th of October 1514 at Abbeville, Louis married Mary Tudor, youngest daughter of the late King Henry VII and sister of King Henry VIII. Mary had previously been betrothed to Charles, the future Holy Roman Emperor, but the betrothal had been broken off in 1513 and Cardinal Thomas Wolsey negotiated a peace treaty and marriage agreement between England and France. Mary wasn't keen on the idea of marrying a much older man, but was able to get her brother the king to promise that when Louis died, she'd be able to marry a man of her choosing. And Louis died less than three months after the wedding. He'd been recorded as suffering from a severe case of gout over Christmas 1514, and he died on the evening of New Year's Day 1515. He was laid to rest in the Basilica of Saint-Denis just outside Paris, with his late wife, Anne of Brittany. Mary was confined to the Hotel de Cluny to see if she was pregnant with Louis' heir. Salic law prevented Louis' daughter, Claude, from inheriting the throne of France. But Claude did become queen consort. Claude had married Francis, son of Charles, Count of Angoulême and Louise of Savoy in May 1514. Francis was Louis' closest male relation and so became King Francis I of France following Louis' death and when it was clear that Louis' widow, Mary, wasn't pregnant. Mary went on to secretly marry her brother's best friend, Charles Brandon, Duke of Suffolk. Although his campaigns in Italy were a disaster, Louis was proclaimed father of the people by the Estates General for the peace he brought to the country, his defence of the country, his reforms and his reduction of tax. Now, I won't be doing videos for the 2nd and 3rd of January, but I will share links to my previous On This Day in History videos, which included a visit for the dying Catherine of Aragon on the 2nd of January 1536, and two very different days for Anne of Cleves on the 3rd of January 1540 and 1541. I'll also share other events daily as posts on the community tab of the channel, so do look out for those. My next video will be on Sunday, so do make sure you're subscribed, click there, and you've hit the bell so you don't miss out on my videos and posts. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can enjoy podcasts on a daily basis. Thank you.